Hey, welcome to the North Portland Mexican Show. I'm your host, Eric. Today, I don't have Pablo. I have a guest, like always. When I can't have Pablo, I try to get a guest. But uh, today, I'm going to introduce you uh, a person that I've known, I'm going to say, since 2004-ish, somewhere like that. So, uh, I want to introduce you folks to uh, Shiwit. What's up? Hi, everybody. And I know it's an unusual name, and we can get into that a little bit. Yeah, can you tell me first? Because you really surprised me. Yeah, um, so I did ayahuasca like last year, February. Of 2021? 2021. Okay. And then it was actually uh, the second time I did it, just like three months ago, actually. And because uh, like the first time I did it, like I, I did it, you know, because, you know, I had to deal with some problems, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, things that hold on, anger. And it was like, without getting into the whole thing, it's, at one point, like the ancestors from ancient Mexico appeared and I, I saw them like the history and I saw the rows of like a lot of warriors in the landscape of Mesoamerica. Oh, wow. And like, I noticed at one point that I was decked in with the, the warrior outfits, you know, with the feathers. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the? And then it was like a voice that was telling me like, this is who you really are. And that just blew my mind. <laughs> and then oh, that started me on a path to like research the history, you know, of our people in mm-hmm. Mexico, um, books. You know, trying to learn a little bit of the Nahuatl language, which is the language of the people, you know, the Aztecs, what mm-hmm. we call Aztecs. Um, but then the, the third time, so I had this strong inclination, like, of finding a name because, you know, my, my birth name was is Braulio, but I never liked that name because that's my dad's name. He, you know, walked out on us. Mm-hmm. And plus, he has another kid named Braulio after, mm. which is weird, but mm-hmm. that, that was mom's decision, I suppose, I hear. Um, but anyway, I never really had someone else me. And then for a while, I went by Sonny just kind of like as a nickname. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, I was looking up names of like, you know, Mesoamerican names and just kind of what resonated. But I couldn't like really pick. So I just decided to on the next time I did ayahuasca, and, you know, if they, they appeared to me again, they can help me out. Mm-hmm. And they did. They, uh, they, they softly like told me, you know, like she wheat. And that was just like kept getting in my mind. I just kept repeating she wheat, she wheat. And I saw a comment floating in space. That's one of the meanings of it. Oh, wow. Because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a word that has different meanings depending on the context. So, like, one is uh, fire, turquoise, year, or comet. Oh, damn. So that resonated with me because it's like, it was, it was telling me, like, you're like a comet, you know, always moving forward. You're strong. You're like, you got this energy. And, you know. <laughs> so then wow. ever since then, I'm like, I'm Shiwi now. <laughs> Nice. And it's like something that's my own, my own name finally. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. But what made you, like, that's pretty ballsy to do, no? With the ayahuasca? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I heard it on the Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I was working at UPS, you know, listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is that? And, you know, talking about DMT. And I was like, this is fascinating. And I never did any psychedelics up to that point. I never okay. did mushrooms, none of that. So I went all in first with ayahuasca. I was going to say, I mean... Just for the like people that are listening, like is that something that when you go in there you have to be very like you gotta let you just gotta let everything go. That um, let yeah. everything go and whatever happens during the ceremony, just mm-hmm. like embrace it. You, okay. If you resist it or fight it, even because it can be tough. Like yeah, the I first bet. time I did it was like one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. I thought I was gonna die. Oh, and, hold on! Before we say anything, not to sound rude, I was I I, I try to do that with therapy, but with a white man. Yeah. I was probably like 10 years older than me. And I felt like everything I talked to him, we didn't connect. And that's why it was hard for me to talk to people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't, I, I don't want to fuck that, you know? And then, and then I'm like, I'm not going to get too into my family business to tell you, to explain to you why I am the way I am. Fuck that. So it just, it didn't work out. And I was trying to be very open-minded and let it go, but it yeah. didn't, you, I could feel it, you know? Yeah. So Sorry about that, but yeah. No, go ahead. So you said you had, you really have to go in there with open-minded? Uh, open-minded, uh, so, you know, I, I always thought, like, man, it's going to be a long time since yeah. I go, because I always heard, like, you got to go to the rainforest, the Amazon, mm-hmm. and it costs, like, a couple thousand bucks for, like, oh, that shit. trip, you okay, know, okay. hotel, whatever. But then I found in the Northwest, you know, mm-hmm. and I signed up, and, man, it's like, and you got to follow a specific diet, too, because it's, like, serious. Like, you have to basically eat vegan at minimum three days, because you got to prepare your body. Okay. Because it's very, like, intensive on your body. Um, and I thought I knew I was what to expect, but I was like having open mind, like okay, whatever happens, and man, like it, you really do like, you know, it's like you're in your own journey when you're on it, and a lot of stuff comes out to the surface. It's like the the plant medicine like works with you, mm. and it, it allows you to process a lot of stuff that you've been holding. It's like they say it's like the the medicine knows, you know, mm-hmm. what you need work on and whatnot. So sometimes you might want to go like, I want to work on this, but then it decides to take you on this instead. <laughs> like I had no intention of reconnecting with like our ancestors or like that. That wasn't even a thought in my mind. Yeah, know? bro. And that just popped up. Yeah, that's some, um, that's some pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like I said, to each his own, because everybody has different ways of dealing with stuff, you know? Yeah. And they, sometimes I, I, yeah, that's pretty, ooh, bro. This is already five, six minutes into it. I'm already feeling great. <laughs> What attracted to me was the fact that it's natural, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. not like, you know, pharma, you know, the American ways mm-hmm. to, like, just pills and stuff. Exactly. And know? that's why I tell people, because, I mean, before CBD was introduced to me, bro, I used to just take a lot of Tylenol, Tylenol, Tylenol. Yeah. And I was like, sometimes anywhere from 3,000. And I was like... And it's no surprise, too, why the government keeps, like, you know, mm-hmm. restricting these, you know, things. Because one mm-hmm. is free and it's natural. Mm-hmm. But then big pharma don't get that money. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good that, you know, here in the Northwest, they legalized marijuana in the last, you know, years. And they're even talking about um, legalizing psychedelics. Oh, they haven't? Thought... They haven't. No, okay. they just decriminalized it. Okay. So it's not like a criminal offense to use or possess it but okay. it's not legal yet where you can walk to like a dispenser yeah i want this strain of mushrooms you know mm. we'll get there someday wow yeah i've heard great things about it too you know i think what it is is just man you just don't know what you're gonna say yeah um and i think the people that are supposedly gonna be there with you are gonna be like what the fuck did this fool say i'm judging by that and that's fucked up yeah you know what i mean and when you're like on psychedelics like, or mushrooms, it's like how somebody put it, it allows you to talk to you, mm-hmm. to the interview. Because mm-hmm. like basically like a connection between the conscious and the subconscious. And it allows you yeah. to get through you. And, and almost in a way, you're like your own self-healer. Exactly. You know, you don't have all these people telling you during a ceremony, okay, this, this, and all. It's like they just guide you, watch you, and wow. you're on your own journey and you, you're working it yourself. Damn. Sounds pretty, that sounds, that's dope. Sounds like music sometimes when it hits. It me. is. I mean, it's very dependent on the music, especially yeah. like on mushrooms. If you gotta have like chill music, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta have an intention. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have an intention, you might get lost and exactly you no, know wander around. So if you have an intention, it helps guide yeah. you to what your intention was. That's pretty dope, bro. That's yeah. really cool. Because we were talking about music earlier. Do you said that um, that sometimes music has moods? 
And I was like, yeah, it does, you know. Yeah. One time, my dumbass, I was trying to lift like 290 pounds bench press. <coughs> Thanks a lot to DMX. His music was giving me wild up. Man, that shit fell on my chest. <laughs> Crunched my chest. And I was like, damn it. And that's how I knew music had music has influence to your body, bro. Yeah, you get pumped. You get pumped. You know, I was like, whoa, I didn't realize that shit. Yeah, we're very, um, what's uh, what's that word? Susceptible to, like, music. Yeah, and like the moves, vibrations. Yep. Yeah, like, you got chill music, you, you know, you mostly chill. You yeah. listen to, like, that death metal or aggressive, yeah, yeah. you know. Aggressive, you, yeah. It doesn't, you know, like, coincide with, with hmm. being chill. You know, yeah. It puts you, like, in a more, like, in a, not aggressive, but just, like, an alert, you know, steady anxiety or, you know, fast mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, chill music. You know, you yeah, get those good vibes. No, yeah, and I and I've said this before, like yeah, like I think I said in my last one that that uh, I, I was listening to some Nina Simone and it was raining and I was like, Ugh, this is not making me making me feel good. <laughs> and it all know? depends too on the, the environment, you know. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to listen to chill music when there's yeah. like a pachanga, you know. There's like no. a birthday party, you know. Mm-hmm. You want to put some upbeat music. You do, yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, music, yeah. So that's good. Like, have you do do so? What kind of music did you listen to growing up? For the most part, it's just... Or like, where did you grow up? Because I met you from like 0403. Yeah. So, I was... I'll go way back. So, I was born in Acapulco. Oh, damn. But I was only born there. And okay. when I was one year old, I they brought me over here. My mom, we crossed. And we were living in Santa Barbara, California for about nine, ten years. Oh, shit. Okay. And then... Didn't know that neither. Yeah. Sorry. And then in 98, we moved to uh, Portland. Oh, okay. Because uh, my mom's husband was from here okay and so like he moved us up here and culture been here ever since uh, a little little I never got to say goodbye to my friends because we just kind of like <sighs> left like that so my best friend I never say goodbye and I tried looking for him but he has such a generic Mexican name <sighs> Jose Gonzalez damn so it's like you know how many Jose Gonzalez's are That's I tried true. looking up in MySpace days I went to school and, with one and Facebook and it's just like a long list I'm like damn I had a friend like that after 5th grade he went to a, I think he left to Minneapolis, and his name was Justin Chang. I was like, okay, how am I going to find a Vietnamese slash Chinese kid or something like that? He was mixed. I was like, fuck. That's why I like the idea of having creative names or unusual names. Yeah. You know, like with our daughter, you know, we named her something that's not a typical Mexican name. Mm-hmm. What is it again, sorry? Oh, my, uh, my daughter's name is Layla. Oh, Layla, okay. Layla, so. This was back then before... A lot of people, because then it's become a popular name since then. Okay, okay. But I got the name from Muhammad Ali's daughter, Layla oh, Ali. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was badass. I think she never lost. I think so, yeah. She I'm was not going to get into boxing, but they were like, yeah, she she was, uh, she was in that good. I was like, ooh, that sounds fucked up. Yeah. But I can't be, a, I'm not a critic, so I can't say that. I don't know much of her career, but yeah. I didn't know she was champion. She was undefeated. Yeah. yeah. She was undefeated. That's cool. I got Eric, and I have no clue. I always joke around, like, I got it from Eric Wright, Easy. <laughs> Because his album came out the same time I was born, so I'm like, oh, yeah. in that month, so I was like, oh, okay. But now my mom said she liked it, and I was like, all right, cool. I guess it's cool, but uh, everybody, anytime I go get tacos, they always put a K at the end. I'm like, fuck. I don't like the K. Yeah. I like it with a C. You know? I know that works. Eddie. Yeah. I can do that Eddie. And I'm like, ugh, okay. I just walk away. So we were living in the Northeast from like 98 until... Mm-hmm. 2003, because we were living like in the, I was living by MLK, and then we moved to like the Coley neighborhood. Oh, shit. And then like in 2003, we moved to North Portland. Oh, no, okay, President. okay, okay. Oh, so you grew up over there, so you, did you go to Madison? I did, I did for my freshman year. Oh, okay, okay. 
Shout out to anybody that went to Madison High School. I think it was Bernie. Yeah, Bernie too. Bernie yeah. and all his cousins. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it was quite different because I felt isolated when I moved to Portland because all my uh, to St. John's because mm-hmm. all my friends were like here, southeast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I felt kind of alone. And then uh, I didn't really make any friends at Roosevelt when I went over there. Just mainly because like I'm the lone wolf type of person. Plus like, okay. I I I'm not I wasn't gang, gang affiliated, mm-hmm. but. Like, I knew the politics, you know, like, I didn't want to make friends who had connections with 18th Streeters while, like, I had friends who had connections with 13th Streeters, so yeah. I didn't want to get caught up in the mix, so I just, like, keep to myself. That's better. Yeah. Because I, I never got involved in that. Yeah, bro. Shit, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. It's just the same thing. Just mind your business. Right. I always thought it was, like, you know, when you're younger, you kind of see the movies, and you're like, yeah, but then as I got older, I was like, you know what? This isn't kind of silly. Yeah. You know, and, like... And it's ironic because I always credit, like, the Godfather and Mafia movies that helped me steer away from that life because I saw how they operated compared to how, like, street gangs operated. And I was like, why would I want to do that? Mm -hmm. If I'm going to do anything, at least that's, you know, because I don't know about now, but back in the day, like, the Italian Mafia, like, they they kept their neighborhoods clean. They did, bro. They didn't shit where they slept. Yeah. Um, They kept their neighborhoods clean. They didn't allow any, like, burglaries. Like, old ladies and young ladies were, you know, they could walk safely at night. Exactly, yeah, yeah. They took care of their own. Hell no, bro. You talking about that, bro? I've seen that movie. I've seen the the, the seven-hour cut. With both of them together in chronological order time. Oh, I see that one too. That shit's long. It is, but it was great. It was awesome, bro. Because it had deleted scenes in it, so it was. It had a lot of like things that you're like, oh, okay. It has all these secret things that they weren't discovered. And then I read the book too, and it was awesome too. Yeah, the book was way better. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I only read it once, so I got to read it again. But yeah, yeah, you're right. The way that they organized, they did not do that. Yeah. By the way, um. The 50th anniversary of The Godfather is coming up. I, 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 saw I hope they... In theaters? In theaters. Where? In, uh, Shh, don't tell me. Tell me later. But it's in theaters? I'm not sure. But okay, sure. All I know is the date, February 25th for one day. <sighs> and it's going to be like on screens. Oh, okay. So I'm going to check that I'm out. I'm going to check that out too yeah. if I can, bro. That'd be dope. That's a dope ass one. That's a fucking classic movie. One time I worked 12 hours. I got off work. And I was a little depressed. So I just threw on The Godfather, bro. I was done. It was already like 9.30. Fuck it. Through part two. <laughs> One o'clock in the morning, I got up at five. I was like, damn, I'm tired. <laughs> well, that's because watching those two movies and just binging on ice cream and pizza. What about the third one? I don't think I got time for that <laughs> shit. Right. I don't even want to watch the new cut. I was like, I don't know. I've seen some of it. It's it's kind of the same, more or less. It's just that some scenes are rearranged. Okay, uh, that makes Some sense. little bit score coming. You know, the score is a little different. Okay. Parts. See, I, I don't have the eyes for that part three. You only have eyes for part one yeah. and two. I do like, though, some of the, the themes of it. Yeah. The execution was bad. Yeah. Um, but the themes are like how Michael was, you know, he's trying to find redeem himself. He acknowledged, like, he was cold and did mm-hmm. something wrong. And mm-hmm. He tries to get out of that life, and they pull him back in. Exactly. Yeah. No, I like it, bro. I love those movies. It yeah. has a lot of life messages in it, too. It so, so if you don't pay attention to that, you're like, oh, shit. Family is really important. Yeah, the first movie is very, like, family-oriented. Yeah. And then part two is just so different. It's different. It's really... It's, I think it's a little bit better. I mean, the way it's shot. The way it's shot, yeah. Especially the flashbacks. Better. The flashbacks. That shit's tight. But, uh... I'm one of those few people that... But I like part one better. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I like part one better. Part I'm just gonna better. say that. Part one is better, but I think part two was just shot better. 
Yeah, it was more grand in scope. Yeah, because when they go back to the timelines and they add all yeah. these fucking little, like the wardrobe, the timeline, that shit, all, like, you know how they start in uh, 19, old, what is it, 1901? Was Something it? like that. Okay, so there's a funeral and it's his brother, that they, no, was his brother that killed it? Or? Right, it was a funeral for the dad. Oh, for the dad? Because the dad didn't want to submit to the local mafia boss. To the mafia boss, and then, right. Like, in the fields, you hear that the older brother is like they're trying to kill him because he's trying to kill the boss. Exactly, yeah. And they kill him too. They kill him too. And then, uh, but the the crazy thing is that that's that that landscape of that part, bro, reminds me of where my mom's from in Mexico, in yeah. Huitzilas, Zacatecas. So when I see that, I'm like, oh shit, this is like the same time. Like there was probably people walking because there was no horses, there was no nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's stories of people getting their birthdays registered late as fuck because the distance of walking so so when I watch movies like that I can kind of connect to it because I'm like and it's Catholic so I grew up Catholic so I'm like oh shit yeah. Shh. it's not for everybody you know the movie I'm just saying you know yeah. it's not for everybody some people don't see the art in the cinema of it they just see like ah it's bullshit especially modern audience because like movies yeah. now are more fast paced exactly the I noticed like in older movies they have longer shots yeah. whereas like today they cut scenes like every three seconds yeah. you know they don't hold like a scene like for like yeah. more than ten seconds anymore I took my kids to go see 1917 in theaters they're like what the hell is this I'm like I don't care just shut your eyes down this guy's a good director my favorite movie is Road to Perdition I was like we're gonna watch this this one I haven't seen that one yet but I gotta watch it Road to Perdition I love it bro oh, I've seen that one oh. but the 1917 oh 1917 was I think there was only like one edit and that was it the whole movie is just like a roller coaster, but it's very dope the way it's shot. So again, I mean, there's just every movie is different for everybody. That's what I was talking about you, to you earlier about watching movies, and I said something about the Criterion Channel, and you were like, you've seen some of those movies, and there's a there's an app for it. So that's what I was saying. Yeah, I'm at the point now where like I like more. And they got movies, do, and they got documentaries. Sorry, documentaries. documentaries yeah, they got good documentaries. Any ones you would recommend? I haven't seen any documentaries on there. I've just been watching them on HBO Max. Beach and Netflix, I'm going to cut that shit off. Yeah, Netflix is like, I don't it's really like really it. watered down now. They got a few good nuggets of stuff, but it's mostly like, their their philosophy from what I see is quantity over quality. Yeah, just pumping shit out, yep. specials and all this and that. The specials is probably the only thing I would like to see. You know, like I see Kedigas, Kevin Hart specials, and I'll watch it, but I'd rather have, HBO Max is cool. Yeah, it's a little bit less, but the quality is better. Yeah. But there's a documentary I recommend. Okay, on, which one? On Netflix. It's called... Uh, it's a one on mushrooms. Okay, I haven't seen it. Um, and it really like talks about the many benefits of mushrooms. Not just psychedelic mushrooms, but just mushrooms in general. You know, like, uh, you ever heard of lion's mane? Uh-uh. I don't it's know like, anything about mushrooms, bro. Um, I don't even know how you get them. Well, these are... I get scared of the ones that put on the pizza. They're not fucking with me. <laughs> Yeah. Those are regular mushrooms, right? Those are like okay, regular. okay. But there's like I'm different just mushrooms. Because I get scared. I get scared when someone goes, they go out there to pick them. And I'm like, okay. So uh, there's mushrooms that have different like properties okay. like that Tell affect me. your brain in non-psychoactive way. Like lion's mane has been shown that it helps with your memory, focus. Mm-hmm. It like gives you a memory boost. Mm-hmm. Like when you take it as a supplement. You can either eat it or you can like sell it in capsules or like a powder. And just in regular stores. I've taken some uh, some mental stuff, like some like some. Uh, th- there's this caffeine that helps with your mental health, and it does. In the morning, you, you feel more alert. You feel way more alert. Yeah, yeah the, I forgot what it was called. The documentary is called Fantastic Fungi. Oh, I think I've seen it, but I never clicked on it. Yeah, and okay. it talks about too the theory how like mushroom could be probably responsible for life on this planet because like with you know the evolution and because mm-hmm. they have like a um, a network. 
mm-hmm. underground. Like mm-hmm. mushrooms have like their own earth version of in- the internet. Mm. Where they're connecting, they send messages, and trees communicate with each other via the mushroom network underneath. On oh, shit. So it gets deep. It's like just mind blowing. It's just okay. fascinating. Oh fuck. You know that that's why I, I always say like our bodies need to be we need like I always tell people like you gotta take care of your body. You know, I know people have hip replacements, knee replacements, just like ugh. Yeah. You know, I'm like I don't know. So I always say just take care of your body, just oil it up. And then, you know, just yeah. it. That's all I got to do, you, gotta you know? Take care of yourself. And then, like, when you do these kind of stuff, probably does help to take, uh, like, CBD and use marijuana and stuff. There's even a study, I don't even know if it's true, about COVID. Like, if you use CBD and marijuana, it helps. Oh, yeah. Okay. They were talking about that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, during the pandemic, that's all people have been buying is marijuana, you know? Well, and yeah. beer and stuff, you know? There is a little bit, like, there's truth to that. It's an OSU okay. study that revealed, that showed that hemp, that's mm. a partic- but it's a particular compound in hemp mm, that, okay. that um, prevents COVID-19 from entering human cells. Um, but everybody got excited. Yeah, you know, pot smokers, we, we got it right. But it's like, no, you got to read it carefully. It, they didn't say anything about THC. It's a CBDA and CBDGA or something okay, like that. Okay, so okay. it's particular compounds in hemp. I bought the one from uh, New Seasons. I got the one that says CBDN, CBD. You know, it's like a sleeping one. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I haven't tried it though. I'm not going to lie. Because sometimes the thing is, I get scared about sleeping too much. Yeah. Like a good seven, six and a half is mine. Sometimes seven. But if I sleep like eight, nine, ugh. I know. I feel like crap when I sleep too much. Yeah. One time I slept 12 hours and I woke up and I thought I did some ayahuasca or something. <laughs> I felt really relaxed. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, this was just, just the comfortness. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, bro, that's cool. No, but you said, so you said, so you grew up over there, so you went to St. John's. I did. You went to St. John's, and then you, then you ended up going to PYC, I remember. Yeah. Um, and that's right. I don't remember why. You probably because the credits weren't good or something. Probably, because like, okay. I was, I didn't you were pretty quiet. in school. Like, yeah, you were pretty quiet. I didn't really do much in school past eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I just kind of gave up on school, and I was just going because I was going. Mm-hmm. Some classes I did go. Nice. You know? Like in Roosevelt, there was this, you know how like most teachers you have, they're just kind of like going through the motions and then every once in a while mm-hmm. you have like a really good teacher that inspires you or like shows you something that, mm-hmm. you know, and at Roosevelt, there was this teacher that introduced me to reading because like it was, I think, English and uh, we were in the book project and they were reading Mice of Mice and Men. Um, it's like a very famous book. I've heard of it, Mice yeah. and Men. Okay. Um, and I, I just didn't really want to read it. It was like, so the teacher's like, how about this? And she like selected a, you know, a book just for me. It's like, how about this? Uh, Always running. It's about a, it's about a former gang member in the seventies telling his life of, a, you know, being a cholo in the seventies. Mm. And he wrote it kind of like as a deterrence for his son who in the eighties is like going through that, you know, same route he did. And it's a very good book. It's very poetic. Tells his life, how he grew up in, you know, Los Angeles. <coughs> What's it called? Always running. Always running. Always running. That was the first book I ever completed. And then uh, it was the Godfather that really took it to the next level in terms of reading books. I instilled a love for reading. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I didn't, I didn't read the book. I had an audio book. Yeah, it's still the same thing. But it should feel good. There's this one particular. I was walking around in the rain, bro. And the, guy, the way he's describing these murders and all, you know, it was like, oh, this is cool. Kept walking, noise canceling. I gotta share a, a version of that with you. Uh, I came across an audiobook of The Godfather that 
they use different voice actors for different characters. Oh, really? Because you know how there's some, most audiobooks is just one narrator narrating, doing his best to kind of do impressions of characters. But this particular audiobook was like, it had the music, mm-hmm. and then it had each actor, voice actor, doing the different roles for oh, them. Really? And so it was dope. It was like a movie in your mm. mind that you're listening to. That's tight. Yeah, they're going to make a TV series about it. Really? They're making a TV series of how the movie was shot. Because a lot of people, you know, the mafia was in, was involved with the script of the movie. Oh, that's right. Because they never, they never mentioned that word mafia in it. That's right. I remember reading about that. And then, uh, so then, you know, they were like, you can't say this, this, and this, and this, and this, and that. So that's kind of cool. That's that's per- that's pretty powerful, yeah. And that shows corruption too. But it's funny though. It's funny. It's just it's funny. funny. It's funny yeah. because you're like, wow, you gotta get. You know, I'm not promoting. Get... I'm just saying that that's the fact. It's a fucking fact. You know. Yeah. So you want something? Some people want like I'm gonna I'm take it. Right. But in a in a like we were just talking about how what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about how um, earlier about uh, how Vito Corleone, you know tries to become a better person because yeah. we're talking about immigrants. Everybody always, what was it? What was that quote? I forgot what it was. It was like how they glorify it, uh, other Italians from back in the day because they did dirt and then now they're more like moved on and whatever yeah. they do in life. And I'm like, hey, that shit that happens with every culture. Yeah. You know? Every every culture, ethnicity went through that phase at yeah. one point. That's crazy though. I was just thinking about that, you know? And it's also perspective. Some things mm-hmm. what some people consider corrupt is just really just sometimes, you know, like just how it, it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the rules or laws are not always set in stone and they're not always correct. Yeah. You know, there was like a lot of laws and rules written against minorities back in the day in mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. So like some of these people, like I know back in the day, you also had black Americans that had their own mobs to mm-hmm. protect themselves. I never you know? saw that one. There was one with the head of uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock? Yeah, back in Kansas City. Old school gangster back in the 40s. Oh, I haven't seen that. <sighs> what is that? There is one that I've seen. Uh, I think it was The Godfather of Harlem. That's like on A&E or something. Okay. Yeah, it stars uh, Forrest Whitaker as the legendary uh, black mobster, Bumpy Johnson. Okay. So that was a good one. Okay. I don't watch TV shows, but I'll, I'll, I'll see. Because the thing is, I, 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 never, I never finish them. I know. I never finish them. It depends on the show, too. Like, when somebody mm-hmm. recommends a show... One thing I always look for, okay, how many seasons does it have already? Yeah. If it has too many, like, I really don't want to fuck with it. Because that's a lot yeah, of backtracking. It's a lot, bro. And I don't have time. I know. And especially, like, how many yeah. episodes? If it yeah. got eight or ten, I'll, I'll check it out. If yeah. it got more than that, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. No, and I always tell people that. I'm like, not to be rude, but it's just, like, it's hard for me to consume all that. Yeah, because you can't consume everything. No, you can't. So I just take, like, a 90, like, just a movie. Just, you know, recommend something. I'll be like, all right, cool. I'll yeah. check it out. But, yeah. And I've always grew up like that, you know. I remember fucking watching novelas, Luz Clarita, <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, this shit's going on. I was in second grade when this started, now I'm in fifth. And they're still going on. And they're still going on, so. And I, I feel like they're always basically the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually like the love interest, and then they like oh. each other. One's usually poor, mm-hmm. the other one's like wealthy. Yeah, it's yeah, no. It's not correct for them to be together. I never saw Sopranos. I never saw the TV show, but I saw the movie and I thought I like I liked it. I like I never saw I saw I saw literally I saw season one up to like episode six and I was like, man, this is not a good one to watch after uh, before you go to bed. Yeah, you know the first season is a little different than the rest. Okay, um, but it, it's a but good it's show. A, it is a it is a build up. But the thing is, why I say I don't think that's a good one. That's not a good way to watch it. Is when you're about to go to sleep. No, yeah, because yeah. then it's getting it doesn't you're not looking forward to it. You're like I just want to go to sleep. Right. So it doesn't it doesn't hit the, the same interest. But yeah, I'm gonna give it another try. But the movie I thought was cool. I know some people that were big Soprano fans that were mad. 
I watched it in theaters, and uh, I initially liked it, but then like now it's like, wait a minute, like I still enjoy the performances, yeah, and I feel like it wasn't bad. No, it just, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. And, and I think now it's more subjective, just yeah. how you see it, you know, because like I'm just I'm gonna watch because I I, I only saw Snowfall like season one or two. Snowfall. Snowfall. I, I liked it. The Ricky Ross story. It's not really saying it's Ricky Ross. Oh yeah, but it's you know I like it. It's a it's a it's a a, a guy from the UK, okay. who's straight up talks like a crip, <laughs> which is funny. It's funny, right? It's funny because you're like, damn. And people really thought they were like, yo, he's not from LA. No, he's from the U. He's from London or some shit. <laughs> that's so funny. that's a good show. I like it. Uh, you know, it's a it's it really shows a lot of corruption in it too. You know, like, which is like, again, it's crack. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Rick Ross, there's a. I think it's still on Netflix too. It's like ten years old, I think. His uh, something like that. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, a crack in the system. Yeah, the true story of Rick Ross or something like that. It's really good. I like it. Hey, man, it gets deep with the corruption with like the government and the CIA with the cocaine mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. His story is fascinating too. Yeah. Because like he was locked up and then he became his own lawyer. Yeah, and, bro. And he yeah, said he went in there yeah, and he, he said he didn't know how to read. And he, he was studied. a good tennis player, but he couldn't read. Yep. Or write or some shit, and he did all that, bro. He, and he did got like some Malcolm out, X, yeah. right? He yeah. like kind of did like some Malcolm X. Read the whole damn dictionary, read everything. Got his, got all his. Did he get his high school in there? I think so. He got everything. GD. Became a lawyer. Yeah, he amazing. got himself out of his own system. That's yeah, fucking crazy. Because he, he found like they they had falsely sentenced him for mm-hmm. some. No, he forgot. Like he found some loophole or something that they used mm-hmm. to sentence him falsely. That's yeah. fucked up, bro. No, that's sad because it's yeah, it's sad. It doesn't even matter what color skin you are, man. That's a fascinating story. It is very fascinating. Yeah, I saw it and I, I've even heard him talk about it. And some people say they're like, man, fuck Rick Ross the rapper. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Rick Ross is cool as fuck too. Leave him alone because you know what? I don't listen to his music because I don't have nice music, cars, and clothes like him. But that's for his audience. <laughs> so that's his. That's for his is. And his music is kind of cinematic too. So. Just leave it at that way, but it just sucks that that name is labeled to him, too, in my opinion, you know? Because that's like saying, like, your name is Chalino Sanchez. You're like, no, 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 you're not. You can't use that and be a rapper, you know? Yeah, that's Someone's going to be pissed. When he came out, yeah, he was pissed. He was like, how's this dude going to be using my name? Exactly, yeah. I mean, and I I get the people that are mad about that, and you can say whatever, but Rick Ross got some really good music, and but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Just saying. But, uh, yeah, his music, like I said, he's like more for... You're on a boat type shit. No, I'm not on a boat. I'm on a bus. Like a party. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, that Miami life. That's what yeah. it is. That's why. That, that's why. Yeah. But yeah, no. But his the the real Rick Ross. His story is very fascinating. That's why I like it. That's why I like Jay Z too as a rapper. Always, yeah. I've always liked it because he always had like a hustler mindset. You know, and just talking about this and talking about that, getting away from this and coming up with this and that. And it was cool. In, in, in a way where it was like kind of pictured in your head too that's why when he came out with that album American Gangster I was like ah oh, dude you're ripping off Denzel but then it made sense his his come up in the 80s yeah. of him doing well, what I feel he like did. in that point it's fair game because yeah. it's it's a title of a movie it's yeah, yeah. Of an album exactly yeah. know, whereas like a name is like a personal thing yeah so, yeah you know there's so many movies that yeah. have like the same title mm-hmm. you know especially like now with like modern movies like that are kind of like reboots like, yeah the Halloween 2018. It's just called Halloween. Yeah. And it's a sequel to the first Halloween. That's oh also just my called gosh, Halloween. bro. I saw part part two of the original and I never seen it in my life, bro. The 1981 or something? 81, yeah. yeah. It was like the same night. 
<laughs> to three years later. So you're like, oh, what the hell? Ah, it is. I, I like, I, I like those. I like the first one. I got the TV cut. It's a little bit longer. Yeah, it has some additional scenes. Yeah, I got that one. So that's the only one I've seen. And I got that. was like my third DVD ever I'll ever owned. So I remember having it. I still have it. And I just don't let nobody borrow it. Because I've learned that. This one late, this one girl, she got my 20th anniversary of Scarface. And I'll call her a bitch because she never gave it back to me. In freshman year. Yeah. She dropped out, got pregnant, and kept my DVD. Damn. That's fucked up. Yeah. <clears throat> And then I let borrow somebody another movie called uh, Sometimes They Come Back, Part One and Part Two. It's a Stephen King movie, okay. and it's a cool story about some greasers that come back from the dead Ooh, to the high school. They go, they come back to this high school where the little brother I saw that is teaching. What's it called? Sometimes they come back. I gotta write this. Came out like in '91. It's a TV movie, but it's very, it's very, it's very creepy. It's called Sometimes They Come Back. So I, I, I let a, I let a double. It's a. You know, it was when, 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 when Hollywood was going out of business and they were selling some Felix and you're like, oh shit. And I had a Hollywood pass where you can get any movie for like, you know, $10 a month. And um, and that was one of them that I saw. And I was like, shit. And I saw it as a kid, bro. So, yeah. Wow, I never knew Stephen King did that one. Yeah, he did that one. Yeah, I'm not a big Stephen King. I like Stephen King. I like The Shining. I love the, I don't give a shit about the book. I never read the book. Yeah. I heard it's good. Uh, I read no. it. Okay. It's not as know. good as a movie. See, I'm talking shit. I like the movie because I like Kubrick. Yeah, the, the movie is better. Um, okay. Even Kubrick, he read it. Supposedly Kubrick read it and then he like threw the book. And he he, did, he wasn't a fan of Stephen King's writing. And uh, so that's why he improved on it. And even Stephen King doesn't like that movie. I know. That's he what I heard. Like and he made There's a lot own. of hidden messages. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got, I got that shit. I saw that movie. I took Rudy uh, two years ago to go see that at a Hollywood theater. Yeah. On the 35 millimeter, that shit was tight. It was like, you know, the little old school 80s version. And I was like, bro, this is fucking tight. It was nice. Do you know that uh, Stanley Kubrick, he did the sets purposely that don't make sense? Like, there's a whole documentary about it. I think it's called Room 237. Yeah, and it it mentions in it that uh, a lot of the Hmm. the doors are like lead to nowhere and he purposely designed some of the scenes and hallways and sets to be kind of disorienting because it don't make sense like mm-hmm. you have you know like a, a door here but then like right on the other side there's like oh, a, okay, a yeah. stairway going down so it's yeah. impossible for oh him. I didn't know he did that I yeah. thought he just he was just doing what the fuck he could because I don't want to give away too much of the movie but I was just because of the way it was set up that's yeah. what I thought but I thought it was a spacing Situation. It is the way it was shot. The cinematography is really good. I like it, bro. I love it. I have that movie on 4K. I have it on 4K, and that shit looks really good. Looks. Like, I only seen it on my phone on 4K. Yeah. Like I've held it. Like I have one of those things on my on my bed. And you just All put the it right there, bro. And you put on the headphones. Dude, that 4K looks really good. I recommend that. I think TVs are getting better. I think they're trying to keep us away from the movie theater. I don't care. Just don't close the old school ones. Yeah. Like those Baghdad ones or. My, my goal is to try to hit up all of the local ones here in Portland. I got a few on my list that I got to knock out. But yeah, I only go see good movies, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I like to see movies in theaters because I feel like it has to be seen in the big screen. Yeah, some movies do. Some, some movies. Yeah. Like most comedies, I can Fuck skip that. Them, you know? No. Uh, Hangover 2 was the last one I saw in theater, yeah. bro. Because you're laughing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You like, fucking killed my scene now. Shit. It's like, especially like, you know white people like they yeah. don't have the dumbest shit like yeah. when I was watching uh, Spider-Man No Way Home exactly some stuff like they said that yeah. at most I gotta you know it was a chuckle worthy joke yeah but they're like ha 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 I'm like how is that funny like it's telling you man like I was I, I saw Venom 2 cause I saw Venom 1 but I forgot and I saw Venom 2 same thing he used the P word the private word 
the woman part, and uh, but he said it like that, and I was like, ain't this a Disney movie? It was a Sony movie. Okay, my bad. Still PG thirteen, so I'm like they're pushing it. You know, they're, they're pushing the limits for a kid in Arkansas at a Walmart to be like, "Hey, look, mom, this movie said this." What the fuck? Honestly, I was disappointed that it was PG thirteen. I feel yeah. like should have made it rated R. Rated R. I mean, man. you're dealing with yeah. with carnage. You yeah. can't PG thirteen yeah. carnage. That dude's a like eating people and shit. Psychopathic serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That one scene where he was first becoming Carnage, mm-hmm. and then when he was, they were gonna. It was uh, scary, kill, bro. That part was awesome. Yeah. They should have done that more. Oh, it was like sure. a horror vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a good movie. I like it. I mean, and, and again, it's different than Spider Man. It was just, and I'm not even one of. I'm not even a fan of, the, of that shit. I like Batman because it's dark. It's dark. Man. It's uh, it's it's very creepy. Uh, uh, I was telling somebody the other day, you know, because I got a good memory. I won't forget shit sometimes, you know. But I remember when we went my, my, my dead body's house on July 1st of 92. It's coming up to 30 years. And I remember as a kid, for some reason, we went to the Fred Myers in downtown Portland. I have no clue why we went that way. But I remember crossing the Fremont Bridge as a kid. That's what I love about being a kid. You just sat and looked anywhere I, w- I would go around town. I just look. Okay, crossing this bridge. Because we went to a Catholic church down there, St. Patrick's. Shout out to them. So we would, I would always see that bridge. But for one specific reason, bro, we went to McDonald's right there, which is still there on Burnside, and we got a Happy Meal, bro, and it was a Batman toy. And you know, and you get a Happy Meal, so I had to go back and I had to remember in my head. I'm like, when did that movie come out? Same time. So I was like, shit, that's as probably as far as I can remember. I was almost four years old, and I remember Batman ever since then, bro. My first birthday was Batman, so I was like, I like Batman because I thought Christopher Nolan makes a really good one. The way he shot him too. I well, got the, the third one was all right. It I liked it. I saw it three times in theater. The first time, I don't know why I saw it three times in theater. I saw it three times in theater. I saw it twice. Okay, I saw it the first time at a big theater, which is which was IMAX which was nice. And then I was and then I went again to Roseway Theater, here on Sandy and Seventieth, mm-hmm. and I was cool. And then I took a bunch of cousins and we took Coronas and it wasn't cool. It was just a bunch of loud, <laughs> you know, the Coronas were hitting yeah. each other. And, and we're at Wonderland. <laughs> Get the hell out of Wonderland. We're on the back row. <sighs> oh, man. But that movie, like, as much as some stuff I don't like about it, it has one of my Wait, favorite what, what, what did you not like about it? I liked it, but I'm not going to say it, it, it. It just, to me, it goes like 2-1-3, in my opinion. Or maybe like 2-3-1. It, it's, it's debatable. But 2 is a shit. For me, it's like 1-2-3. Okay, 1-2-3. Oh, you can watch in that order, too. It's perfect. Uh, it's good. Because, like, although I would say Dark Knight is technically a better film than the first one, Batman Begins, I feel like... The first one? Yeah, Batman Begins. That's good. I like the way we shot um, I feel like Batman Begins is a better Batman movie. Because yeah, because he was more raw, I know. He was more raw. Yeah, He I had guess. the Batcave. Yeah. You know, he actually... The, the criminals were actually afraid of him. Yeah. Um, the Gotham looked all, like, grimy dark, yeah. and dark and gothic, whereas, like, the second one just looked like Chicago. Yeah, it did. And uh, his suit, too, was more Batman-like. And then the second one, they yeah. updated it to more like a tactical. I think that one was more on purpose to give it more brightness. Yeah, I like Because it was really bright. Yeah, it, it was, was too bright. It was really bright. And that's what people don't pay attention to. You got to pay attention to the scenery, like, you know, just how it's, it's fair. And then part three was a little bit more kind of when trying to go back dark. And then they used Pittsburgh and Chicago. That's why I want to go. Like, I, I, I have a co-worker. He moved from Pittsburgh. And he said it was a great city. He said that a lot of people would just fight. It's like, it's like an old school town, blue collar, still yeah. people. And I was like, oh, really? But then when I realized that, because he was telling me is that they kept a lot of their uh, buildings, old school buildings still intact yeah. in the city. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. That's so that's when they shot that Batman movie. You can see that 
the way it's um architecture. The, yeah, the architecture. You're like, oh, that shit is nice. It is. Because then, like, there's parts in Portland that are losing that shit. That's why when I go walk around Portland, I'm like, ooh. I know. Big old glass dildo right here. It's just <laughs> blocking this beautiful church, you know. Uh, but it is, you know, it's the future. Yeah. But, you know, but that's why I like to just look at uh, craftsmanship. That's why when I play baseball, I went in and bought me a nice baseball glove that was made in Texas, bro. Nice brown. Yeah. Oh, dude, the craftsmanship was nice. Smells good. Yeah. Because all the gloves were made either, like, uh, just... Mass produced. Yeah, in, in Japan and stuff like that. So I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Let me put my patriotic sticker on. Right, made in the USA. <laughs> just made in the USA, so why not? But you know, there's good to that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got jobs here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, the people. Exactly. And you're not supporting to like, you know, what is it called? The That's true. Shops. You're supporting. Exactly. Supporting. That's a good question. Supporting qu- jobs a, here. Exactly. Yeah. Supporting jobs here. Because I feel like they need to do that, bro. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people that lived in Portland in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, they lived off of that shit, bro. Yeah. Productions and this and that. They were, it could have been newspapers, this or that, bro. Now all that shit's just gone and bulldozed. Yeah. I mean, we're looking to the future, so. And then Amazon's just popping up everywhere. I know. With Amazon is like a guilty <laughs> thing because I know, like, I hear that, that there are warehouses and whatnot, but yeah. it's also like sometimes you get just the good deals and you do. or you find stuff yeah. you can't find anywhere else. Yeah, you're no, no, you're right. I buy my work gloves from Amazon. It's the only place I can get them, and yeah. quick too. I should buy some soon. But I mean, they, I use those. I've been using those since '09. So I use wow. MaxiFlex. Anybody mm-hmm. wants to know? It's Max it's called MaxiFlex. And if anybody's like, why I use a size small? It's because I I don't like walking around with like. I cut like little nipples, you know, on, your, on the end of your fingers, yeah. the little Lucy part. I don't like that shit. I like to, I like to grab my stuff, so I wear the smugglers, and then they kind of stretch over a little, little bit over time. Yeah, break and then in. they 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 last you ten days, seven days. So just saying, just looking out, you know, because and I use those all year round, rain or snow, or or whatever. So yeah, Amazon, Amazon does like you said, it, it has little deals. My mom gets an iPhone, I get her a nice case. Yeah, Amazon. And there's some things you can't avoid. I mean, you can't always buy, you know, U.S. made. No, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah. No, no, no. You can't, bro. I mean, an iPhone, ugh, they're so expensive. That it's just, like I said, imagine if they were made here. They should. I wouldn't mind paying a little bit more if they were yeah. made here. In fact, because of the pandemic, you know how there's like a mm-hmm. chip shortage? Is there? Yeah, I read uh, that's one of the reasons why we can't. Like PS5s are in low, demand, you know, high demand. You can't get one mm. because. Uh, I'll tell you brother, brother. I mean, my brother, bro. Should um, we? I don't play video games, bro. I have a Dreamcast still. Yeah. Just being honest. <laughs> I mean, straight up honest. I, I still have my Dreamcast with Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two and One, NBA Two K, Two K Two, and that's it. Damn. And oh, Crazy cool. Taxi, Crazy Taxi. That's a badass game. Yeah. That's I all that. I have, bro. On Dreamcast, so. I don't know anything else about a video games. Sorry. No, I don't know. Tell I don't me. really play video games, but I'm just saying in general because okay. it doesn't it just apply to like consoles. It applies to like PCs, <gasps> graphic cards, like the whole iPhone? industry that deals with computers, like even iPhones. Oh, when I try oh, to shit. get uh, my daughter's like iPhone, okay. um, for I think the newest one, they were like in back order because like yeah, it's gonna be a couple months. Right now, it's like low supply because like the chips and the hardware. Oh. Uh, shit. Because COVID is putting like a dent on that, mm. especially with like how. At the beginning of the pandemic, you know how it was like distance learning, at home learning. So a mm-hmm. lot of people bought up, you know, you know, PCs and chip parts and stuff. So to resupply that, it, it, they're having a hard time. Oh shit! So I remember reading that uh, a lot of companies in in America are looking to make plants, you know, like manufacturing plants in America, and not have to rely on overseas production 
like China for chips yeah, and stuff. All the fucking land that we have here. Too. Yeah, so like you know, bring it home. Yeah, like build it here. I'd rather pay for something that's more paid, like built here. And it's quality. Yeah, that's why you know. I, I and some things, yeah, like you said, you know, you you can and some you can't avoid it. Yeah, like you look at a shirt made in like Bangladesh or made in Honduras, you know, yeah. made in China. That's true. No, that's true. No, yeah, no, but the iPhone, yeah, I don't know if I could pay five thousand dollars for an iPhone. That'd no, that's too much. I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? No, even one thousand is kind of pushing it. I mean, like, damn. Yeah, no, I remember my first iPhone. I remember I walked over there to the store. I used to walk a lot, you know, yeah. uh, before I started driving, which I still walk a lot. But I walked um, all the way to the, the AT&T store on Broadway, and uh, I was like, I want an iPhone. They're like, you got money? I was like, yup, 300 bucks. And boom, just paying 300 bucks. I remember when phones iPhone were, 3. Yeah, phones back then, like when they were like 200 bucks, 300 bucks. Yeah. They're like, well, that's a good, you know, it's like a good chunk of change it's back okay. then. It's okay, yeah. But it's, it's okay. Yeah. And then it's just getting higher and yeah. higher, like, I know, that's why whenever I joke around about the phones, I'm like, man, I remember one of the, I remember each iPhone generation. Not all of them. I skipped a few. I didn't care because I ain't trying to be getting a new one. I'm not a crackhead like that with iPhones. I mean, I know fools that do that. Not talking shit, but that's just yeah. too much. Like, I need my phone for a couple of years. There's a lot of data and information. Exactly. And it, it takes me, I don't just give it up like that. <laughs> Especially, like, when you get a new phone, you have to, like, transfer everything. Yeah. You set up your apps, your accounts, and that's yeah. just a lot of work. Like the new iPhone, I saw that there, there's a cinematic uh, video quality on it that yeah. they put. They, they put a yeah to film movies, and I'm like, oh wow! I was like, damn, I might invest on that, you know? Because the thing is, it's shot in 4K. I mean, it's digital, but the thing is, what's cool about it is that uh, I think they have one terabyte iPhone. Damn. I mean, I'm just saying. Think about that. Damn, that's a lot. It is a I'm lot. I'm surprised. Yeah, I know it's hefty too, but that's why I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you know, you can do a lot now in today's society. So that's why I think it's cool that, like, we're talking about bringing things back to America and stuff. It's like, hey, you can also, you can create your own content and yeah. people will support it, you know, because uh, it's also good to support local. It Some is. things local. Some things are just passing. Yeah. Jack up the prices yeah. because it's local. Yeah. No, come on. Like, this ain't worth it. Come on, man. No, it's not. Have you guys had, um, those are Mano's, uh bread or anything? I have, yeah. That's uh, something they sell at New Seasons that I tried. And you know, they're actually located by my, my, my parents' house. Yeah. They have their place. I saw from Mason and uh, Mason and Williams. And shout out to them. I, I gave them a shout out. I actually had a little pastry for them earlier today. But uh, it was good. I like it. I like the bread. So, you know, that's supporting locals too. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of bakeries too that you guys can go check it out. I'm just saying. Yeah. It was just something that came across to me because... Uh, I gave one to uh, Don Martin, and he was like, oh, this is very good. And I was like, good. Now, if you don't mind, go support them. <laughs> exactly. I mean, support it. You yeah. like it, support it. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see more, like, of our gente start yeah. businesses. Especially in Portland, bro. Yeah. We need it, man. It kind of saddens me sometimes, you know, like, when, you know, it, it is hard because everything's expensive, too. So someone's like, I can't lease a place here anymore or whatever. Yeah. And everything's out in the, what they call it, numbers. Numbers. Did you ever live out there? No. Where? And then we call it the numbers. We numbers? just call it like, by area one sixtieth, eightyish. Oh no. No, I did once, and it was it was crazy. It was crazy. But yeah, I know everybody gets pushed out there, so then all the Mexican stores are out there too. So then you're like, yeah, nothing in the city, you know. Nope. You know that's why I was like, man, we need that. We need that. But hopefully, that culture. Yeah, at least something. Give us a block. You know, kind of like how in LA, you know, they have like. Like a long block, exactly. it's just like Mexican shops, stores, you know. But it makes sense. I mean, why Portland is like the way it was set up. It was, it was like a vacation home away from from everybody. Just nobody come here, you yeah. know. 
get away. We have everything's clean. And then people just showed up and they're like, God damn it. Right. Yeah, because people here, they're, they could be a little, they are very sensitive sometimes, you know? Oh, very and sensitive. People tell me that. They're like, you're an asshole. And I'm like, Give my lotion. Just clean my hands real quick, cause yeah, you know, hey, you know that's just their opinion. Yeah, I'm like, damn. Yeah, people are so soft these days. Yeah. Not just in Portland in general, but it's just been spread out to like the country. Mm-hmm. You know, people get offended over little things left and right. And I thought about that. I'm like, but, but gun gun violence is up in the motherfucking air, like crazy in today's society. Everybody's just like, I'll shoot you. Well, part of it. That's is the new. That's the new. I don't want to fight you. Oh yeah. That's fucking sad too. It is. Like I'd rather shoot you. Yeah. Part of that is too. They, the cities brought that upon themselves. What know? way? I just want to know. Sorry. Uh, well, one of the ways is like you know the whole defund the police movement, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they cut like the police force and okay. all these. Like I remember in uh, twenty twenty, because of the whole riots and the George Floyd thing, they uh-huh. cut a lot of police funding in. Okay, okay. So then they weren't working as much. Uh, and yeah, they cut the gang task force. And when I read that on, on you know the news, I'm like, oh, gun violence is gonna go up. You know, they're living in a pipe dream. Thing. <sighs> And guess what happened? Because, you know, police, you know, the, what's it called? The, uh, there's not that many officers like there was pre-COVID. Exactly, yeah. Crime has gone up. And now the city is working to hire more cops again. They realize they fucked up. It has been happening through all, like, the country. Chicago, too, has a bad. Oh, I know. I hear about that. Yeah, I met someone that told me that there was, like, 300 shootings one time in a weekend. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, uh, last year in Father's Day weekend, there was, like, 107 shootings, and it's fucked up because 12 kids got killed. I know. And it was 12, like, you know, you know, minority kids. But that shit doesn't really make the news, because what's hot is white cop kills black guy, or Mexican guy, or minority, you know? Yeah. You know, they don't... Yeah. I feel like that's a problem, too, that needs to be addressed, but you can't just ignore the other stuff, too. Mm -hmm. That's happening more frequently than some police brutality which think, it does happen yeah. but. and in Seattle where you can fight somebody in the middle of the street yeah uh, Washington State has that uh, mutual combat rule that's crazy that's cool I mean I, I like mean, that. yeah but it's crazy though it is crazy where it's like if both parties agree to physical combat the police <laughs> can't do anything that's tight and I, was, I mean as long as it's fish or something I wish they had that here because they should do that in Portland they do there's a lot of there's a lot of violent fights and like corner store especially like 7-Eleven plant plant trees you know places people need their caffeine people need a little bit of quick snacks and food whether it's raza huevos yeah all kinds of Samoans getting their donuts I mean it's like everybody is a 7-Eleven and I see like I'm like dude there's people that want to fight just for you cutting them in line yeah and I feel like that's a problem with them it's like yeah. it's a symptom of they have their anger and they gotta like unleash <sighs> it on whatever yeah. just an excuse oh I wanna kick somebody's ass yeah Look for whatever excuse. I, I've been trying to do anything I do. I try to go very patient. So if I go to the store and I'm like, I'm going here patiently. I don't want to run in here and be like, ah, I gotta do my groceries fast. Unless you know, you know, you're like, I'm gonna get the milk, bread, and get the hell out. Yeah. So, but it's like that's kind of how I see it when I go into the store. Just go in there, relax, and then get out. And you put on your headphones to let the people know, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with that. Like this is like, don't leave me. You know, leave me alone. Don't bother me. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. There was this one guy one time at uh, uh, New Seasons out in St. John's, and this fool was trying to help me out with some lotion. I was like, I got it. Well, that lotion has this, and I don't give a shit. It works, and it helps me. And then I was like, just leave me alone, you know? Everybody's skin is different. Not everybody's yeah. skin is different. Like, my lady, she's darker skin, and, man, it's just... It looks good, man, that's all I can say. Darker skin, and I'm widow, so it's a different... 
We have what is it called? Melon? Um, uh, yes, melanin, I think. Yeah, so it's like I just try to take care of myself, you know? I ain't trying to look like a no damn churro. I don't. And I don't. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I used to work with Possum back in the day out in like 07. We used to work with a bunch of paisas. Some really funny paisas. They used to talk shit to us. Um, and uh, we used to set up for a party and events. Mm-hmm. And we had to be out there sitting up for like, we, we would put up uh, tents and tables and shit. And we had Possum. He was being lazy. And this one didn't bring no hat or nothing. And we were out in the middle of nowhere. We were out like in Wilsonville somewhere. Kind of like we would go like to rich people shit, you know? Yeah. And it was just all paisas. That were the staff. It was like six of us working. And I worked for a temp service. But it was fun. Because I was just right out of high school. And uh, and that fool got burnt so bad, bro. His, <laughs> his fucking skin was fucked up. And he had a fresh tattoo on his neck. Oh, was he bald at the time, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh, man. I was like, that was a hard job. Yeah, I seen paisas want to do like landscaping. Especially like in Cali. You know, they have like a towel around the back mm-hmm. of their neck. And they have a towel yeah. over their head under their helmet. Yeah. People yeah. don't think that. They're like, ah, oh, you're being a bitch. And I'm like, no, bro. I'm just, you got to take care of your skin, bro. That you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself. Everybody talking about mental health, mental health. Start with, también del pinche, the, the, not just the interior, but the, the out, the yeah. detail. You know, just take care of yourself, you like know? everything. You it's know? a balance, you know? You got to take mind, yeah. body, and spirit. Exactly, yeah. So. Because I see some people, they... It's an imbalance. They focus too much, you know, like bodybuilders, you know. They, yeah. they pump up, yeah, but they yeah, don't like, yeah. work their mind and spirit. Or yeah. other people, where exactly. they, like, they work their spirit, but yeah. not their mind or their body. And then they're, like, frail and skinny. Yeah, I, I used to work out just for myself. I'm like, this is as much as I want to go. I never took it too far. I'm, like, I'm trying to get both his foot. No, yeah. hell no. Because then you got to walk and run with that. Yeah. No, there's a balance. So I figured out my balance, and I was like, this is where I'm taking it. Like, my philosophy is more functional strength. Yeah. You know, that's why I like bodyweight exercise, because those are yeah. compound exercises. You work out multiple muscles at once whereas like when you're doing barbell curls you're yeah. only isolating the biceps mm-hmm. but when you do like pull-ups you're also like doing the biceps and you got your shoulder muscles your yeah. back muscles dude working out is good that's another thing that people need to be doing more and i don't know how the gyms are but hopefully they're clean but working out your body like you said like just working out, just feels, working out. feels good I'm, I'm gonna go buy me um one of those vests that has weights and you just carry it with me and walk because i feel like all day i'm wearing a, a 20 pound waist thing with me bro so then when I take this shit off work I feel light yeah I feel good I feel like about these shoes everybody can joke around like oh she's wearing some grandma shoes I don't give a shit there's some Selkinis and they have this little cool little shape feel to it so when you walk your feet feel like a little rabbit just really quick and somebody's like why I'm like that's because I took off my work shoes you know and everything else off me it's like it's like a horse you know you take off the saddle it's ready to run yeah so, but that's another thing. So when I get before I get when I get off work, I'm like, let me decompress down, because this is not the the craziness that I'm taking home. You know? Exactly, you gotta. I'm not taking this out. energy home. I'm not taking this shit home. Yeah, you gotta leave <laughs> yeah. it at the doorstep. Yeah. So because then you, you yeah because that that's another thing. So when I used to work out, some people were like, oh man, take creatine. Fuck creatine, bro. Drink some coffee or something. Don't not take that because that shit can keep you up all night. And you can come home thinking like, oh, I'm gonna be cool. And you got too much energy. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't work out enough. So I wouldn't recommend that shit. That's just me. Yeah. The only thing I ever took was just a protein powder. Yeah. Just a supplement. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, like creatine and other Mm-mm. shit, like, I don't fuck with that. Then you're going to go down this whole rabbit trail, like, oh, then there's this. And then there's yeah, that. And yeah. Then you don't take have it. a cabinet full of shit. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't. It's not only anything is good for your body. Just eat healthy. Make sure you get your nutrients. Mm-hmm. You know, eat a balanced, you know, diet. Yeah. Not just like one thing. Well, hey, bro. We got four minutes. 
What what is it? So you say you were vegan. What kind of foods did you would you would you eat? No, I didn't say I was vegan. It's oh. just that in preparing for ayahuasca, uh-huh. you have to eat, oh, okay, you have man. to eat clean. Okay, because it's very intensive. So, but yeah, I normally eat like I did the keto diet a couple years ago to lose weight. Okay, God damn it, I lost thirty pounds in three months. Okay, roughly ten pounds a month. And I didn't really exercise. Okay, it's just carbs. Uh, no, it's the opposite. It's uh, minimal carbs oh. and like a lot of uh, fats. And minimal protein and a lot of like vegetables, you know. Fruits. On that bread. But, so if I buy bread? So basically no bread. Like you can oh. only have like to be your body in ketosis, it uh it basically switches your body from getting its fuel from carbs to ketones. Which mm. is okay. So it was tough because you know, as a Mexican you have like arroz, frijoles, you know yeah. <laughs> the tortillas and I have like basically one tortilla a day. Cause like you you can only to keep your body in ketosis you, for different people, but roughly it's between twenty to like fifty what grams of carbohydrates, and hmm. uh, a day. What about a uh, chicken or steak? Chicken steak, yeah, fuck that. Like both. Yeah. Okay, I'm not a I'm not a steak person. Carne. Uh, I don't much. I don't eat too much carne. Yeah, I, for me it's like minimal. Minimal too. I eat more chicken than beef. Yeah, me too. I I eat, I eat more chicken. And I believe, like, in getting quality food. Like, I buy my meat from New Seasons because they get it, like, from ethic- ethically mm-hmm. raised, you know, mm-hmm. no hormones, it's organic. I know, people be thinking, they be talking shit. Like, one time I took my mom a steak from there. I forgot what it was. It was, like, a yeah. grass-fed steak. I paid a good good two pounds. Yeah. And uh, she liked it. She's like, this is good. Yeah, it tastes better. Yeah, she cooked it because I told her, you know, cocinate chingadera, tu hazlo. And she's like, all right, she took it out on the grill and she seasoned it and it came out good. Because yeah. everybody's different when it comes to carne. I yeah. want my shit cooked good. Some people like it bloody, and that's them. Yeah. But me and Paulo, me and Paulo don't do that. We I don't. try that bloody raw stuff or mm-hmm. like that blood mm-hmm. rare, and it's like that's like bubble gum. It's like it's just. Uh, like, I'm cool, bro. Yeah. But yeah, I like chicken though. Chicken has a lot of protein, and I like white chicken when it's juicy as fuck. Yeah. You know, I used to work out, and I would go to fucking Chipotle and get a, a Chipotle chicken burrito. I didn't eat shit. You didn't, you didn't eat any when uh, that time, remember, they were having, like, uh, a lot of people getting diarrhea, food poisoning? Back, oh, like, no. That was, like, uh, almost 10 years ago. I now. don't know. I always <laughs> tell somebody, I'm like, I must have eaten something wrong. I don't fucking know. You know? Yeah, or you just already have, like, a good immune system. Yeah. I always have jokes about having stomach problems. But one time I did have, like, two years ago, I, I it was a Black Friday, and I was out uh, just out doing, you know, doing my job, bro. I had to run all day. And I was, that was uncomfortable. And I was like, God damn, turkey. So, so I was like, never doing that again. So yeah. I take turkey late on Thanksgiving. So, and but, uh, I like reading labels too. I think it's yeah, important yeah. to read labels. Know yeah, what read you're it, eating. reading what you're eating. Yeah, because uh, a lot of there's a lot of shit that manufacturers don't care or they just fall to the crack. And you should also just try to make sure and also read your body. Yeah, if, if you're like, man, this is not going down my stomach right. Don't so shouldn't eat it no more. Yeah, like so. when I because I eat low carb. Yeah, and. Uh, when I, I notice like when I eat more bread or yeah. up in my I get headaches the next day and I yeah. feel like my mind is foggy. Yeah. And I feel like shit. I'm like, oh, I ate carbs. Yeah, so it's because of that. So yeah, read your body. I always say that. Read your fucking yeah, body. Listen to your body. Yeah, listen to your body. If your body says no, you listen. Or uh or that shit's gonna eat you up. Yeah. Well hey, appreciate it. We're gonna wrap this up and uh hopefully we get another one soon. Yeah. Peace out, y'all. Peace out.